0: The Good Way has been and continues to be a journey for me personally and is one I'm excited to be inviting you to join me on. It's about providing an understanding of the scriptures to free you to know that you can choose to eat and live according to God's original design, even today in our modern society, and be in line with scripture, God's heart and intent and receive God's blessing and benefits in your body your environment and your relationships. Last time, we went on a journey from the Garden of Eden and the first foods that God gave us to eat to sin and death entering into the world, to the flood and the introduction of meat into our diet and the subsequent decline in the lifespan of mankind, all the way to the industrialized, prepackaged and processed false Eden we live in today. Today, we're going to start on the journey home, back toward the garden, toward the place of blessing and benefit. The good way is the journey home. Hi, I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, a master herbalist, and an essential oil specialist. There are three things I've been passionate about since I was young and studied in depth. Health and nutrition, the environment, and the Bible. The good way is where these three come together. In Jeremiah 6.16 it says, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. The good way is about rediscovering the principles and plan God laid out for our blessing and benefit and putting that plan into action. The good way is not about all or nothing thinking. It's about making choices. It's about choosing daily, moment by moment, to walk according to God's perfect plan for us. We won't always make the right choices. We won't always choose the right path. But we can always, always choose again. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are permissible, But not all things are profitable. Welcome to The Good Way. First let me remind you that this is a journey and a journey can start with a single step. So what is the first step that we can take toward living in that place of blessing and benefit? In episode two I gave you five ways to start incorporating more first foods into your eating. They were one start slowly don't try to do it all in one go because your body needs time to adjust. Number two, introduce one food at a time. One food group every two weeks, starting with green leafy vegetables and one food within that group each day. Number three, eat produce, not products. Try to eat food in as close as its natural to its natural form as possible. Number four, Remember, it's a journey and don't beat yourself up if you get off track for a moment. Number five, have fun. This last one I can't emphasize enough. You can eat the healthiest diet in the world and still be sick and miserable if you are not eating your food with a positive attitude. Stress, anxiety, anger, all those negative emotions shut down the body's ability to digest food properly. Romans 12.2 in the Passion Translation says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but inwardly be transformed by the Holy Spirit through the total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live in a, a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. This is the reformation, of how we think, that is the journey we are on. And the steps we take to get there are mindfulness, thankfulness, consistency and creativity. These four steps we need to repeat daily and allow them to become our everyday practice. So let's take a look at each of these steps in more detail. Today We'll start by looking at mindfulness. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines mindfulness as the quality or state of being mindful, which isn't very helpful on its own. But when you look at mindful, it means to bear in mind or be inclined to be aware, as in be mindful of how you use your power. Secondly, the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complex awareness of one's thoughts, emotions or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis. Oxford Languages defines it as the quality of being conscious or aware of something or two, a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations that's used as a therapeutic technique to reduce stress. This technique is also used in weight loss programs that focus on psychology or on the psychology of weight loss. I'm going to break mindfulness down into four steps based on the definitions we've just heard. Awake, aware, acknowledge and accept. Don't you just love alliteration? (laughs) Firstly, awake. Be conscious of what's going on around us and within us. Wake up. Be awake and present in the mundane and routine aspects of your life. Be consciously involved in the decisions you make throughout the day. So many of the things that we do and the decisions we make are done in a state of semi or subconsciousness. We do them on autopilot. It's time to wake up and be actively involved in those decisions and choices. Aware. Be present in the moment and aware. Aware of what? Let's start with asking ourselves the questions what, why and how. What am I doing and why am I doing it? And how is this affecting me? What are my thoughts, feelings and sensations in the moment and afterwards? Or what am I eating and why am I eating it? And how is it affecting me? Let's try to be honest with ourselves as we answer these questions. Really allow ourselves to be in the moment and experience what we're doing. Whether it's good, bad or ugly, our thoughts and feelings and the sensations we're experiencing. Have you ever taken out a packet of biscuits, cookies as they call them here in the US, telling yourself you'll just have one? and the next thing you know there are only two left in the packet? Or take a tub of ice cream out of the freezer with the intention of just having a spoonful and find yourself scraping the bottom of the tub? I don't know about you, but I can be pretty good at lying to myself when it comes to the things I find myself eating at times. This is when we need to move on to the next step. Acknowledge. In the moment, is when we can acknowledge, without condemnation, what we are doing and how we are experiencing it. The feelings, thoughts and sensations that we're now allowing ourselves to be aware of. This is not always an easy process. It can take time initially to get on to that place where we can actually allow ourselves to experience those thoughts and feelings because our minds are really good at putting up walls and barriers to protect us from the things that we don't want to acknowledge. But with practice, this can be an almost instantaneous process. As we learn to acknowledge without condemnation, the walls will start to come down, and that is when we can begin to accept. As the walls come down, and we can acknowledge the thoughts, feelings and sensations we are experiencing in the moment, we can then practice acceptance, accepting that these thoughts, feelings and sensations are our own and that they're okay. We can begin to see the reason behind them, the why and start to process them, start to integrate them as a part of ourselves rather than isolating them behind walls and barriers that our mind and soul have built around them. This doesn't mean that we're giving ourselves permission to continue in actions or behaviours that are not beneficial to us. Rather, it frees us to consciously choose whether to engage in those behaviours or not and know why we're doing it. And now I'm going to add one more step. Amen. Because alliteration, you know. To every one of these steps, we can, as people who know and love Yahweh, God, can add an element of prayer, of awareness of the presence of God in the moment and the power of his Holy Spirit working in us and through us. For awake... The scripture says, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Being awake and consciously present in the moment is so important for us as believers because God dwells in the eternal now. If the enemy of our souls can distract us from the now by getting us to focus on the past or the future, he can hinder our ability to enter into God's presence, which is the place we are called to dwell. When we are consciously aware of God's presence and the decisions and choices we make in the moment will more accurately reflect his heart, both for us and for those whose lives we impact. As we become more aware of his presence, moment by moment, even the mundane, ordinary things we do can be transformed into an act of creative worship to our God. Imagine sitting down to a meal and instead of thoughtlessly eating what is before us, we consciously allow ourselves to experience the flavours, aromas and textures of the food we're eating. And as we do this, give thanks for the people involved in producing and preparing it, blessing them and giving thanks to our creator God for providing all that was needed to allow us the privilege of eating this meal. One mouthful of food has the potential to transport us out into the world to bless others. Wonder at the creation and enter into the holy dwelling place of God's presence. And I guarantee that as you start to do this more often, you will want to choose foods that are clean, whole, flavorful, and beneficial. In God's presence, as we acknowledge our actions and choices and the thoughts, feelings and sensations that they stimulate, there is no condemnation. For there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Him from the law of sin and death. And it says, Confess your sins one to another and pray for each other, for the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Let's clarify something here. What is sin? In Romans it says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God created man in his own image, and anything in us that falls short of God's image, his glory is sin. So let's change that previous verse to read, confess your shortfalls to one another and pray for each other. That changes things, doesn't it? We can acknowledge and own our thoughts and feelings before God without fear as He already knows the thoughts and intentions of our hearts and loves us enough that He sent His Son to die for us to pay the price for our shortfallings. Nothing we can do will separate us from His love. Acknowledgement becomes easier in God's presence and can become a prayer from our heart to His And acceptance becomes easier as well as we grow in the knowledge that we are accepted in the Beloved. And as we go through the process of accepting our thoughts and feelings as our own, processing them and integrating them as a part of who we are, when we do this in an attitude of prayer, aware of the presence of God with us, we are inviting the Holy Spirit into that place in us and can change a psychological technique into an opportunity for deep healing and transformation in our lives. Being mindful in the moment can be deeply transformational, or it can be as simple as biting into an apple and being aware of the aroma, the taste and texture and allowing the experience to cause us to praise God for his goodness. So far, everything we've talked about has been applied internally. But remember that mindfulness needs to be applied externally also to how our decisions and choices, thoughts and feelings affect those around us and the environment we live in. To sum up, being mindful requires us to be awake, be consciously involved in the moment, aware of what we're doing, why we're doing it, and what effect it's having. Acknowledge our thoughts, feelings, and sensations in the moment without condemnation and accept them as our own and that they are an integral part of who we are. And lastly, amen, to walk out every aspect of mindfulness from a place of prayer of an awareness of the presence of God in the moment and the power of his Holy Spirit working in us and through us. In doing these things, we will be taking our first steps along the good way on the journey home. Join me next time as we take a look at the next step, thankfulness. Thank you for listening. I'm Jenna and this is The Good Way. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review. I'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted you. Or you can leave any questions you have. I'd be happy to answer them for you in future podcasts. And please share this podcast with your friends. You can take a screenshot of this page and share it to your social media pages or take a screenshot of your review and post that. If you'd like to help keep The Good Way on the air, you can support The Good Way on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. I'm Jenna Jandro, walking with you on The Good Way.